Joy McGowan. I'm Denisha Simpson. And And we are Resilient Resilient Black Black Women. A black woman gave us life. A black woman taught us to stand. When she sat down in the front, a black woman defied the man. When a black man rose up, it was a black woman that held his hand and gave him strength beyond themselves, something they could never understand. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the podcast. We are so excited that y'all are here. Uh, This season, we've been talking through what does it mean to be in therapy and things that you can kind of look out for as you're working with your therapist, maybe for the first time or for the second or third time, you know, you may be trying to find a therapist that you really like. Um, And so this was a, this series idea really came from a a person who was listening, a listener uh, who listens to our podcast and just kind of gave Denisha this idea that we should talk about what it's like to be in therapy. Um, So we've been just kind of using it to guide this second season. Um, And it kind of made us stumble upon this uh, topic of emotions. And so, as we check in today, maybe we both just kind of check in using like an emotion word to check in. Um, Denisha, how's your body feeling? Where are you? What's your emotion? Excited, feeling excited to talk about emotions um, and also what's to come um, with our next podcast recording, um, women and emotions. And so I'm just excited. Yeah. Me too. Me too. This weekend I was in Little Rock and for the the Witness Foundation Fellowship, which is the foundation that gave us the $50,000 grant to start our nonprofit called Resilient Black Women Incorporated. And I was there for a retreat and it was just really good. It was really supportive, really encouraging. And I too am just feeling this excitement and this drive to, to do some things that we've been kind of talking through that we wanted to do with REW. And um, I'm also just really, really excited. Um, and so as we get ready for this episode, we kind of want to start off with talking about what are emotions? What are emotions? Denisha, how would you, um, can you just give us like, even like a, a big picture definition of emotions? How is emotions described? Yes. Um, first, I'll give the American Psychological Association definition. Um, an emotion is defined as a complex reaction pattern involving experiential, behavioral, and physiological elements. Um For me, emotions are how we deal with things, how we respond. Um, They're our guide. Um, We, emotions are a part of our survival. Um, There are um, individual responses to what's happening in our environment, um, how we interact with others. And talk about like, like our family of origin, what role does family of origin play in how we maybe experience and or express those emotions? Um, so let's say, well, I'll just use my own. I come from a family where we were very expressive. Um, so we were allowed to experience just the whole gamut of emotions, I feel like. Um, so I could cry if I felt like I needed to cry. Um, I could be angry, but I know that's not always the case in some family of origins. I know that um, in some family of origins, it's not okay to cry. It's not okay to show that you're angry. Um, and so those responses get cut off. 
Yeah. And then that sends the message that, oh, it's not okay to be angry. It's not okay to be sad. Um, I think that's kind of like where we get this idea that certain emotions are bad. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And what would you say to that? I would say that there are no bad emotions. Emotions are our friends. Um, it's our, they're our guide in our bodies, right? Mm -hmm. There are no bad emotions. And I just, I really can't express that enough. Yeah, I love that you added that because I think oftentimes like in, in therapy, I have clients who, you know, almost in a sense, I feel like we villainize mm. the emotion of like anger or, um, or even sadness, mm. like we just make them like, that's too much. I shouldn't be sad. I should just be grateful. I should just be this. Mm -hmm. I should just, be, you know. Um, and so, so yeah, I just love that idea that like, there are no bad emotions. Mm -hmm. Emotions are your guide to how you experience. And, and I think kind of like make sense of the things that happen in your life. Absolutely. Um, and I love what you said to befriend we should befriend mm -hmm. our emotions. Mm -hmm. There is some research done by, um, it's, it's by Ekman 2003. And he talks about the six universal emotions and their actions. Yeah, I'm just going to run through these really quickly. Um, I, I really like this idea of thinking through emotions. And he only gets this idea of like the six, like there are a gazillion ways to like express and emote and identify what you're feeling. Uh, I think that Ekman settled on these six because uh, this is the research that kind of outlines how um, emotion is universal from culture to culture. Uh, that although it may it may be expressed a little differently, emotion itself is something that we can like see in other people really without a context, like we can see emotion being expressed. And so that is what um, Ekman is really getting to is that uh, there's some research where they just took faces of people of all different like nationalities and just told them to show anger on their face. Um, and it talks about how from culture to culture, anger kind of shows up the same way in everybody's culture. And so, um at least shows up the same way on your face. Um, and so I just wanted to kind of just run through these. I, I, I learned about these when I was doing some work on attachment, doing some training on attachment um, in my own life. And so it talks about anger. It says that anger moves us toward being assertive or defensive. Sadness moves us either toward other people to get closer or sadness can make us isolate and move away. Excitement or surprise can move us toward connection and exploration. Like, I want more of this. This is so fun. This is so cool. Uh, fear is all about protection. Think fight, flight, or freeze. Uh, when fear gets triggered, you're either going to fight your way out, you're going to run, run away, or you're going to freeze and shut down. Shame or disgust can move us to, to hide or to get rid of something. And then joy moves us to increase that engagement, to have more contact 
Um, and so when I think about these types of, the, just these basic six emotions, I'm awfully, often try to talk to my clients about how when the world becomes exciting or threatening to us, our emotions provide signals, which normally move us into action. If an emotion becomes online in your body, it is trying to get you to move and do something. And so just something I want us to kind of like think about just the backdrop of emotions, these basic emotions. And we will have other episodes that got get a little bit nuanced and a little deeper. But Denisha, kind of jump in with me real quick and just tell me like, what do you think about those emotions? Does any of this like resonate with you or not resonate? Yeah, so absolutely. As you were reading those, um, I was thinking like, yeah, that's what emotions are and they help us, right? Like they help us to take action like what you're saying, um, they help us to move, right? Um, to survive, mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. strike and avoid danger, mm -hmm. um, to make decisions, mm -hmm. um, and to even understand others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love others. That. Yeah. Yeah, it helps us to understand others. And I would even add to that it helps me to better understand myself. Absolutely. And so I think. I'm, I'm like Denisha said this early on, so I'm probably going to repeat this a lot as we talk today that there's no bad emotion no. because it is a guide, it is a, it is a signal, and it, it shows up to help me better understand myself, others, and maybe even my environment, the world that I live in. Mm -hmm. Emotions, I, I often tell my clients, emotions have a story to tell, and I want them to invite that emotion to come sit down right next to them mm -hmm. and tell the story. Oh, I love that. I love that. Emotions have a story. Mm. I think the thing that scares us the most, though, when it comes to emotions is when they are really big, when it's not the, the joy or the surprise or the excitement, mm -hmm. um, and when it's the sadness or the grief, and when it's the anger, mm -hmm. um, when it's the shame, uh, I think the fear becomes, or maybe the worry is, uh, it'll be too big for me. And I won't know how to get back to a, a state of like calmness and uh, mm -hmm. being more like have myself collected. And so I think oftentimes mm -hmm. we ignore those emotions, the ones that we may determine to be bad. Uh, we ignore them and um, push them down so that they don't take up any space. And maybe because we're afraid that we won't know how to calm them back down. Or like in therapy, we would say we won't know how to regulate. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of want to move into the question of, well, how do we regulate our emotions? Like, what would you want to tell your clients about regulating emotions? What What does that even mean? First of all, what does regulate even mean? So, and you know, even when clients come in and they're like, I shouldn't feel this way. Oh, no, 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 no. And I, you know, I have to watch myself because I never want to shame them for saying that I should not yes. feel this way. Yes. Um, but no, you feel what you feel and that's, mm. let's just get curious and make sense of it and begin to understand it mm -hmm. and access it, whatever that I should not feel this, whatever that this is right. Um, mm -hmm. in order to begin to help you navigate through whatever the, this is, whether mm -hmm. it be anger, whether it be jealousy, whether it be. Sad, extreme sadness, um, whatever that may be. Um, and so I always want to make room for my clients um, 
by validating, validating, validating. Um, I want to truly understand um, what their story is so that that away and make sense of it. And so that away, one of my favorite things, not favorite, but that's something I say a lot is, oh my goodness, that makes perfect sense. And right. I'm not just saying that, right? Like, I don't want to just sit there and be like, it just becomes some tagline or, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. No, I am in this, whatever the, this is, whatever emotion that is, I'm in there with you. I want to come in that space and sit with you and truly understand what it's like for you. So I can truly say, oh, that makes perfect sense why you would feel that way. Who wouldn't feel that way if this happened to them? Right. I'm going to jump in and just make sure that our listeners are catching what you're saying, Denisha. Emotions come out of a contextual experience that we have had. And that emotional experience always, always needs to be validated. Mm -hmm. validate someone's emotional experience doesn't mean that I may validate an irrational thought or fear mm -hmm. that may come up after that. This was scary. That makes perfect sense that that was scary. You thought there was mm -hmm. a bear running in the woods. And so you ran like hell. Yes. Right. That makes perfect sense to me. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you shared that with me, Joy. Right. And so when it comes to emotions, here's what the research says about regulating is that if we want to get to a more calmer state, once any emotion has been triggered in our body that we, you may perceive as negative or bad or overwhelming, um, the research says that to regulate you, your body has to be validated in what mm -hmm. you experience. So I think about my son, when my youngest son um, was younger, he would get so upset what seemed like really trivial things to me. And it wasn't until I was, I was in a training for work <laughs> that I realized like, oh, there, there's a technique here that I already have access to that I need to give to my mm -hmm. son. It wasn't until I learned about validating his emotion and whatever looked like crazy to me, just mm -hmm. to validate like, oh, baby, like you lost your toy and you can't find mm -hmm. it. Maybe I'm so sorry. Tell me more about it. If I did that to my son his tantrum went from a 10 to like a five. And then the more he was able to talk about it, he gets down to like a three or a two. And I'm like, all right, love, like, let's go find this together. Mm -hmm. There is so much power in just seeing people right where they are. Right. And yeah. all the messiness of the emotion mm -hmm. that gets triggered. And so I guess what I really hope that like our listeners catch in this, this question about how do we regulate? Well, you don't, don't, if you, if you don't have to, don't do it alone. Right. There's a word called co-regulation. And the more we're able to regulate with another person that we love and care about, the quicker we are to get back to a state of calm. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is that in some, some ways you have to catch, acknowledge, validate, honor. Maybe that's the right word. You have to honor the emotion itself in mm -hmm. you as it shows up. Mm -hmm. Right. So if I don't have my friend Denisha there to co-regulate with me, maybe there's a way that I can self-regulate and just be like, Joy, I know that you're sad. Right. And it's okay to be sad, mm -hmm. right? That's what I mean when I say honor, whatever the emotion is that comes up in my body. I have to, to honor, I need to give it permission. I need to give right. it permission to exist yes. and be in my body. Mm-hmm. What would you add to that, Denisha? 
Um, I love what you're saying about like give it permission because a lot of times some people just have they that permission has been cut off whether it be by from themselves or from other people and so with my clients I don't want them to just be um, sitting in my office and telling me stories about what that's like for them I want to bring that alive into the room so I can co-regulate with them and so they can experience that permission right Right, right. Regu, so again, okay, okay, so we're just trying to expand this idea of regulating emotion. Mm-hmm. Part of it is is being able to give your body, give yourself the permission to feel whatever it is you need to feel mm-hmm. and not to rush past some overwhelming emotion to a more pleasant emotion. That's how right. I would say, instead of calling it bad or negative. Mm-hmm. Do not rush your body pass an overwhelming emotion to get to a more pleasant emotion right in that moment what I would do is invite that emotion to come sit right in front of you mm-hmm. and tell you the story mm-hmm. so I was um speaking at uh, at an event last month and I got to talk about the holistic care of of a woman and a woman entrepreneur and taking care of your whole self and I remember somebody came up to me and asked me like well what do I do with like the guilt like of being like a working mom and owning a business as a mom and and that guilt the guilt still keeps coming up for me and I was like "Ooh, if I was working with you and you were my client I would say I would say can you can you honor that guilt that that guilt has really good reasons for showing up and when I said that, this person looked at me and there were tears in their mm-hmm. eyes. There were immediate mm-hmm. tears. Mm-hmm. And I just put my hand on their shoulder because like I was not their therapist. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're, like, we're like out of public. And I'm like, and, and again, like I like, I want to take good care of this person. So I want to mm-hmm. help them go regulate. And even in this moment, put my hand on their shoulder and say, man, I would just want you to, to honor that guilt and just right. even just write down like three or four reasons of why this guilt keeps showing up. Mm-hmm. It, it does mean that you're a good mom. It does mean that like you're doing really good work. Your work is important and it's meaningful, right? Like, mm. oh, I love that, Joy. So even in that, like just that little piece right there, um, what you're saying is part of regulating our emotions is just that emotional awareness is one piece of it. Yeah. Yes. 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 And then goes back to what you were saying earlier about like, my family of origin, how I, whether or not I was able to have and express emotions in my home and my upbringing Mm -hmm. will determine how I will have and express emotions now as an adult. Mm -hmm. And so often the question that we ask with, uh, with our clients is what was it like when you had really big emotions? Who did you turn to? And if my, if my client tells me that they turned to no one, Mm that they kept it to themselves, then what does that tell me? That nobody taught them how to regulate their emotions. That tells me that they probably don't have what Denisha just said, emotional awareness to even notice when Mm -hmm. any emotion gets triggered in their body. Mm -hmm. They are probably used or familiar with ignoring and pushing down so that they Mm -hmm. can just keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. And all we're saying is, slow down yes check in with your body just like we did today like we do every every time we <laughs> our right. check in with our body what does your body need 
right now? What is the signal that your body is trying to send you? Mm -hmm. So Joy, you're saying we definitely, we don't want to avoid any of our emotions. We want to get access and we want to cultivate them no matter what, no matter what emotion that is. Yeah. And look what you said. It's a way to befriend your body or befriend your emotions. Mm -hmm. That's what it means to regulate that. Even when my emotions are really big, I can sit back and honor them. Or even if I do, like, I do think that there may be times, right, that like, I may have to push this down. Right. But if I have the emotional awareness, I know that I'm doing that right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell my body, like, I can't right now, but I'll do it later. Exactly. My clients, like, I could, I can tell my body that like, yo, like, I'm not going to pee until after this next client. My body's like, all right, Joy, cool. Don't pee into after this client. Right. But if I my body, I'm not going to pee all weekend. My body's going to be like, okay, try it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Signals and alarm right. Because what your it. body learns, um, I think it was Ryan Reyna that when I was in a training, he said, if, what your body will learn is that, okay, they will slow down and attune with me and work with me rather than yep. again. Yep. Those weren't his exact words, but that's what I took away from it. Yeah, that was close. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. If I give my body, if I tell my body when, then my body will will calm and soothe Mm. and wait until later. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that we we kind of already talked about like what do we do in the therapy room, but what else would you do in a therapy room um, with a client and they are talking about emotions or emotions become more alive to them. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Um, I would match them in that. Right. Um, so I have cried with my clients. I've um, jumped up and down and yelled with my clients. I want to yes. match them in that space. And yes. I want to then also to help them get curious about why it makes sense. Right. I love that. I love what you said about matching the emotion that the client has, because it just immediately made me think about times when my clients needed to be celebrated. And mm-hmm. I got to like scream and yell in the counseling session. And we're like, <laughs> yes, this, like, <laughs> yes, yes. I have this thing with my clients. Like it's a, it's, I think, I guess it's a TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I've only seen it on Instagram, but it's a, it's a little song where it's like, sis you doing a good job sis you doing a good job and like I say that to my clients like mm-hmm. when they're doing really good like mm-hmm. you got this like okay I'll see you right. but I love that idea right so we match emotion not just the the overwhelming emotions mm-hmm. uh, even like the really really like pleasant the more pleasant yes. emotions that's the word yes. we match we match them I love that and I, I'm just trying to think like, and what else is it the client and, the, and their emotions? And then, and then what, would, what do we say? What do you say to clients about like taking care of their emotions or engaging with their emotions outside of the therapy room? So I um, encourage my clients um, to check in with themselves, right? Um, and have a time um, throughout the day and not too long. Um, where they kind of just check in with their body, what's going on, and honor it. 
um, and make sense of it. And maybe they can't go too far without making sense of it, right? Because that's that's part of, you know, um, sometimes that can be a little deeper, but just kind of honoring it. Um, yeah. By saying like, it's okay for you to be mm -hmm. here. Yeah, it's okay. And it makes sense. Or why am I feeling this way? Oh, yeah. This is why this emotion came up today, because this happened. And you might not, like you said, you might not even be able to do it at that moment. Like you're sitting in a conference, right? Mm -hmm. um, but even going back and checking in and just some type of self-reflection. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, taking it a step further, if you can go and share that with someone, great. That's even better, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I remember when, and I, I said this before on our grief episode, but when I was going through something really hard, I had a friend say to me, go be outside in nature. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, yes. Put your feet in the grass, remind yourself yeah. that you are alive, that you are here, you are well, mm -hmm. you are connected, you know? And so, mm -hmm. um, and then I just like, and then to just hear like other people that I've worked with talk about like crying outside and crying outside just to feel the 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 sun on their face, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm just like, ooh, like, but I remember doing that in my own, during my own hard times, like it just makes the difference, it makes a difference. Um, Y'all know Baby Mercy. So Baby Mercy is uh, four months and she's like rolling and all this stuff. And I was noticing that this is my third baby and I'm, I'm so tired. I'm so drained emotionally, emotionally and physically. And I've been uh following somebody on Instagram, this doctor who talks about just getting up in the morning before your day starts and being outside in the sun for like 10 minutes and how it should help like your body just to get more energy. Mm -hmm. Um so I've been taking some vitamins and and just getting up and going on little walks with mercy. Mm -hmm. And I can tell that it has just made me feel like like um just less like overwhelmed with my day. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. um, just to be out in the sun, just to sit yes. out in the sun, to walk in the sun. And I'm like not walking fast, but just like right. being outside yes. because it's possible for me to get outside and just be in the sun. And so, and there's something, like you said, Joy, there's something about connecting, reconnecting with nature. I tell my um, adolescent clients all the time that um, struggle with homework and staying focused um, or feeling overwhelmed. It's okay to take a, we call them brain break, like go yes. take a brain break. And during that brain break, please, like, would you rather pick up your phone and see more stress, right? Because somebody's texted you some recent drama that happened or go outside and just get some fresh air just for a minute, Listen. just for a minute. That's all it takes. Just a minute. Mm -hmm. It's an immediate reset of your, yes. of your nervous system. Yes, yes, yes. It's such a good, good reminder. And so, of course, most of them will be like, well, I would just rather pick my phone up. And I'm like, well, <laughs> but will you try this for me and let me know how it goes? Yeah. Will you try this for me and let me know how it goes? So then as we get ready to end this session, this this session, because I just talk in therapy terms all the time. This episode, Tanisha, what do you hope that our listeners remember about this episode? That um, our emotions 
are there are no bad emotions and our emotions are not our enemies. Yeah. Yeah. I know if I had something I want to give to people would be kind of what you said, like, would you just do this for me and try? Mm -hmm. Would you just try to honor and give permission to your emotions when they get triggered and or schedule a time to be present with your body? Mm -hmm. um, something I often tell my clients as like homework after a session is I want you to sit in your car and I just want you to take a minute and just thank your body for what you were able to do today. Mm -hmm. Your body allowed you to access emotions in a new way. Um, and that was a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to thank your body for what you did today. And that that's the homework. So if I had to give homework to our listeners, that was what it would be. Thank your body for the emotions, for carrying you this mm -hmm. far. What Denisha said, your your body has good reasons yeah. for bringing up these emotions. Y'all, we always end in gratitude. So, Denisha, what are you, what's your gratitude? Um, as we were sitting here and talking about emotions, I'm just thankful. Um, and this is kind of funny, but I'm thankful even for my toddlers. Um, big emotions, right? <laughs> I'm thankful that he is able to, um, at that point is so innocent with kids, how he's just allows his body to kind of express his emotional need. And I love that. Um, and to see it, you know, in that innocent form and just so raw, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I'm thankful for that. Now, check back in with me tonight. And... <laughs> But right now, as I'm reflecting, um, I'm very thankful for it. Yes, yes. Uh, I think my gratitude moment is just, uh, just really like the different things that I'm just thinking through that my body has been through um, recently with baby and the changes and, and having to kind of recheck in with my body this time around mm -hmm. of like, oh, this is different. <laughs> This is different. This is not the same. It don't feel, I don't feel the bounce back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like maybe I yeah. had with my first two. Um, and just wanting to just have that. I don't know. I just have a lot of gratitude for my body uh, for mm -hmm. what she's been able to do. And um, and just gratitude that I'm in a, a place where I can slow down. I think that is a privilege. I don't know if everybody feels like they even have time and space and resources mm -hmm. to slow down and check in with their body so um just gratitude all around thank y'all for coming to the podcast <laughs>